This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Oh man, this is like a wipeout. We've gone from boom to bust here. Metro Vancouver home sales down again. Down 29.3%. That's the year over year. Fewest April sales on record since the year 2000. If you want to talk about the year to date so far, so we're talking January through April, first start of the year here. This is the slowest start in real estate sales in 33 years in the first four months of this year. This is really down big time. Now you take a look at some of the policies that all levels of government brought in. I mean, we all talk about the BC government and the speculation tax, the vacancy tax, property transfer tax increase for high-end homes, school tax for high-end homes. It goes on and on. You had, this is deliberate policy of the BC government. They wanted to put the brakes on a runaway real estate market and cool things off. As John Horgan has said, you don't want to pop the balloon. You want to let some air out of the balloon slowly just kind of gradually rein things in so if you talk to carol james today the finance minister she'd say potentially well this is all good this is what we want to see but those are some big numbers you're talking the slowest start for real estate sales in 33 years did you really want to put the brakes on that hard let's talk about uh, these real estate numbers now and where we're going forward with steve soretsky is a vancouver realtor a real estate uh, realtor and a real estate analyst uh his website is condoguide.com hey steve hey thanks for having me on thanks for, thanks for coming on what do you think of these numbers uh yeah i mean i think the numbers kind of speak for themselves so obviously 2016 was like a record year right we had record number of sales um crazy run-up in prices uh, so you've gone from record number of sales in 2016 to basically a 33-year low in sales uh, in 2019. So it's been a drastic uh, change of events in just a couple of years. What's going on with condo sales? Uh, condo sales, we had an 18-year low in condo sales. It was like the slowest April since 2001. So I mean, wow. it is pretty widespread. I mean, obviously, when, when the detached housing market slows down as much as it is, basically like you know, people that are trying to downsize, you know, they can't sell their house, so they're not buying the condo, and, and vice versa. Even when they're, say, trying to sell their house and, and help their kids with a down payment for, for their first condo or whatever, like, you know, they're not able to do that. So, you know, it, it all trickles down, and a lot of it seems to me like the, I guess, the correction in the housing market here is, is stemming kind of from the top down. Okay, sales are down big time. What about prices? Are the prices down too? Uh, yeah, we're seeing lower prices across all segments. Um, again, sort of stems with the detached housing market, particularly at the high end, um, as those luxury homes really come down. I mean, uh, you know, 30% or so as the luxury home prices come down, right? That just, it starts to make other homes look like they're priced too high. And so everything's all relative at the end of the day, right? I mean, um, so as those prices come down, they start to push the other segments uh, lower. And so we've finally started to see that. Um, with condo prices peaking out last year, and they're now down, I think the benchmark shows about 7% year over year, but it, right. realistically, from a fee on the ground perspective, it's probably closer to you know, 12, 12%, maybe 15%. Wow, okay, yeah, some of the official numbers, I'm taking a look at year over year numbers here, Steve, so detached homes prices down 11% in 
year over year condo prices down on paper seven, about 7%, as you mentioned, and potentially higher than that. Is, is it typical that with a big downturn in home sales, uh, you would also see a downturn, obviously, in prices. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But I guess some people are wondering, like, we'd like to see the prices go lower in such a a market that's uh, tough for a lot of people to afford. Yeah, I mean, uh, typically, sales volumes lead prices. Uh, I mean, that's generally how these things work. Um, so we're starting to see that. It does take a while, right? I mean, everything is, like, psychological, where... If you're like a seller, nobody just like cuts their price by twenty percent overnight. Right. Um, people basically always want to list at the at the price they feel their home is worth. They always feel it's worth more than what it realistically is. Um, and so usually it's just an adjustment phase. You see people cutting, you know, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars here and there, and eventually they get to the price where the home sells. So yeah, it's a very long drawn out process. So that's why it kind of seems like to me like. You know, most people say, well, hey, you know, 33-year low in home sales, it doesn't seem like the prices have really come down right. uh, enough, at least to sort of match that kind of activity. But um, I would say that, yeah, prices are still moving lower across all segments at this point. How much of this is driven by government policy? I mean, obviously, the provincial government has made it a priority to put the brakes on what they saw as a runaway housing market, and they brought in a lot of uh, demand-side measures with uh, taxes. But also federally, I mean, you got the federal mortgage stress test, which has undercut some people's ability to get a mortgage. I've heard complaints in the real estate sector from municipal governments as well, and some of the policies coming up at the municipal level. It almost seems like every level of government has done stuff that has had a negative impact in this market. Your thoughts? Yeah, so I mean, like that's kind of my thoughts is that um, I think sometimes we get a little bit too micro focused on, on, you know, what's happening from a local domestic level. Like no question that provincial government taxes have certainly, you know, slowed down the housing market. You also have the national mortgage stress test. You also have higher interest rates on top of record amounts of uh, household debt. And you also have really a global slowdown um, that if you look at any property market, whether it's in Vancouver or in the U S or in Australia or in Hong Kong, Everybody is reporting uh, weaker uh, sales activity and, and uh, slowdown in, in prices. So a lot of these factors are also outside of just local initiatives. Uh, but certainly it's really just uh, all of those coming together pretty much at one time to, to really slow this, uh, this market. Talking to Steve Soretsky, VanCityCondoGuide.com. Steve, where do you see this going forward here now? I mean, we've been on a steady decline in home sales does that keep going forward here through the summer? Yeah, you're going to continue to see weak sales activity, um, barring some sort of miraculous uh, change in policy. But um, it's just the reality of it is, right? I mean, like housing markets are very slow moving. Like it's not like a stock market where all of a sudden, like next month, you're just going to have sales back to normal and volumes is going to ratch up and prices are going to just start moving higher like next month, right? It's it's generally housing is very it's a slow moving. Uh, you know, it's like watching a cruise ship try to pull a U-turn. It's, it's a very slow-moving process. And, and so I think when you have a 33-year low in sales to start the year, like, you're not just going to start all of a sudden see, you know, home sales normalize in May or June. Um, you're yeah. likely to see sales continue to be weak. And uh, I suspect that inventory will continue to sort of inch a little bit higher. And that's that just puts the pressure on prices. So, so you, don't, you don't think we're at the bottom then? Like, I'm thinking if someone was in the market to buy... And if you're looking at this market right now and you kind of like what you're seeing, if you're a buyer with prices going down, I think, you know, like you said, a lot of it's psychological. Do people psychologically say, well, I'm not going to buy now. It's going to keep going down even more. 
Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I mean, obviously I, I do think there's just some, some room to go for sure. Um, yeah. do I think that you can perfectly time the bottom? No, definitely not. Um, so I think it's just so like looking and saying, Hey, do you, do you, do you find value today? If you find that, you know, if you find a nice place that you like and you feel that some good value, you can negotiate a good price, then, you know, that by all means go for it. But obviously, Hey, if you want to sit in the sidelines and wait around and try to time, time things lower then you know, that's teach their own. I, I kind of let my clients make that decision for themselves. What are your thoughts on the, uh, the, that federal mortgage stress test? I mean, I know a lot of speaking to some real estate people last week who were complaining about that mortgage stress test saying this is undercut the uh, the ability for people to get a mortgage and to get into this market at a time when maybe it might look like a bit of a buyer's market but pe- some people might have a tough time getting a mortgage at a time when there's not a lot of canadians def- actually defaulting on their mortgage i mean obviously a lot of people got a lot of debt that's true but if you take a look at the actual default statistics people are actually defaulting on their mortgage it's very low what are your thoughts on that uh, well, I mean, there's an old adage that uh, a rolling loan carries no loss. And so what that basically means is like default rates are kind of a lagging indicator. It's really not a indicator of, of, of strength and ability to actually service a mortgage. It's really just, you know, it's really, I mean, if you're, let's, let's call it what it is. If you're defaulting on a mortgage uh, up until maybe this year, but if you've been default, if you've defaulted on a mortgage in the last two or three years, you really had to do something terribly wrong because it, prices would just continue to rise. And basically, if you got any any sort of financial difficulty, you just sell the home for a so, profit, pay off yeah. your debt, and move on, right? right. Uh, or worst case scenario is you go get a second mortgage, uh, you take out a, a home equity line of credit. Uh, so there's lots of people that will continuously issue you new debt as long as your home prices continue to rise. So, uh, And we've really basically had rising prices in Vancouver for pretty much the last 20 years straight. Um, so default rates aren't really a, a strong indicator of, 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 of the health of a, so, a mortgage market. Real quickly, Steve, when you take a look at these, these numbers down so dramatically on home sales, is that pretty much consistent across the whole metro region or are there other areas that are, there stronger sales than others or is it pretty, is it flat everywhere? Uh, I know it's flat everywhere and I think it's really just, it's more of like a provincial thing, right? So as, as Vancouver got expensive, people moved from Vancouver and they looked out in the suburbs and as the suburbs got more expensive, you know, they moved to say the, the you know, Vancouver Island or, or in, into the Okanagan. So uh, it's all relative. If you talk to realtors, look at any of the data, whether it's in Victoria or the Okanagan, uh, they're all reporting slowdowns. I think there's at various stages of those slowdowns. So like I would say there's not as much of a price decline yet um, in the Fraser Valley. There's, you know, prices have definitely come down. Um, but certainly not to the extent that they've come down, say, in the city of Vancouver. The year-to-date home sales in Metro Vancouver, the lowest in 33 years. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? 604-280-9898, star 9898 on your cell. Let's go to Patrick in Vancouver. Hiya, Patrick. Hello. Hi, what do you think? Um, the, the, the pricing, um, my concern, why are we so concerned about the the percentage and the, and the rising uh, cost, and our kids have to leave here because they can't afford to buy here. So are we concerned about the statistics, or are we concerned about the fact that you know families can't stay here, they have to leave, they will afford to buy something outside? While we have so many condos going up in Vancouver, and and we're talking about statistics, pricing, uh, housing sales have dropped. You got are we talking about statistics. You got kids, Patrick? 
I got two kids. My and, uh, son had to, my son, my, my, my granddaughters had to leave here and move to London, Ontario, because they can't afford to live here. Okay, Patrick, thank you for the call. Steve, your thoughts on that? I mean, I'm, I'm certain there are some people who have left this market because they want to be able to afford to buy something. But when you take a look at the overall migration numbers for Vancouver, there's still people coming here. You know, I mean, we're still getting, we're still getting a big population projection to go up, not down. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm certainly empathetic to that. I mean, it's not really a, a very long-term sustainable path that we're on, um, clearly yeah. with the divergence between home prices and incomes. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think immigration projections and, and population growth projections are, are just that. They're projections, and a lot of them are basically linear projections on largely on the assumption, like, if you actually look at immigration flows, um, a lot of the times they're actually tied to the strength of the economy. Um, and so what you'll tend to see is if you do continue to get a housing downturn uh, where you'll start to see layoffs in the construction sector and whatnot, like that actually does impact uh, migration flows significantly. So okay. uh, you can't necessarily just take those in a linear fashion and extrapolate them. 604-280-9898, star 9898 in your cell. Hi, Steve. Richmond, Good morning. Hi. Hi. Um, I just don't think that your home, your house, your home, your primary residence should be a gold bar. I don't think it should be an investment that you're hoping to make money on. It should be your home. And I'd like to see, uh, I was raised in a single family detached home. Uh, my kids, one of them is able to raise their family in a single family detached home. I don't think it it makes for a good environment to raise your children in a in an apartment building where they have nowhere to burn off their energy. Um, it doesn't bother me yet. I've, since we bought our home years ago in Richmond, at about two hundred fifty thousand, it's gone up at least six times that. It wouldn't bother me at all to think, see things level off and perhaps retract a bit. So people starting out, young people starting out today, like say my grandkids in a few years, might be able to afford a detached single family home one day. Thanks a lot for the call, uh, Steve. I appreciate that. I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people would agree with you on that. We've seen so much intervention in this market. See, we just got a minute left, Steve Soretsky. We've seen a lot of government intervention in this market on the supply side with a lot of taxes designed to cool things off. Do you think there's enough, uh, or that's on the demand side, I should say, do you think we should have more supply side measures to get more stuff built and on the market that people can afford? Uh, well, I mean, I think certainly the you know the permitting process is definitely uh, lengthy and and yeah. needs to be fixed. I mean, it's a long you know you're talking three years at least till you get a shovel in the ground. Um, but I, I mean, at the end of the day, I, there is definitely a lot of supply coming. Don't get me wrong; I mean, you have forty record forty thousand units under construction, another twenty three thousand some odd housing starts. So. Uh, there's definitely a lot of stuff coming here down the pipe. Um, okay. You know, so that's certainly going to help. Thanks for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Steve Soretsky is a Vancouver realtor. He's a real estate analyst.